All right. Welcome to the Joe Danier podcast. So you have a car that's a disaster. You might have shit all over the front seat. You have some fast food bags, maybe a couple soda bottles, cracked windshield, a couple dings, dust everywhere, just not in, in great condition. We've all been there. And what would feel really good is if you just go buy a new car and get, get to start over. And you'll make, you'll honestly say, when I get that new car, it's going to be different. I'm not going to treat it that way. I'm going to be cleaner, neater. Because you enjoy sitting in a vehicle, it's your space, that's not a disaster. The chaos makes people feel bad. It really does. You don't have to, you know, people feel bad when they have to ride with you as well. So, problem is that we, we sort of take this philosophy and we apply it in a lot of other portions of our life. We make things a disaster and it's so much easier just to escape the disaster and get something brand new. Today's topic is just that. So most of you who, who have been following this for a while know that when I speak publicly, either on this podcast, on the radio, in front of an audience, or on social media, I'm usually talking to myself. And so that car analogy was one that I tackled at one point. And I invented this mathematical system where I just take two things out of the car that don't belong there every day and through a long enough time scale, then the car cleans itself up. And when I run out of stuff that's on the inside that maybe there's some dust that I could clean up and that counts as one of my things. Taking it to a detailer and cleaning it up and having the window fixed and maybe somebody uh, takes some scratches out and just all kinds of things that you can maintain. And it's so long that you're fixing it faster than you're uh, breaking it, then you get progress. And you know my my philosophy is I'd much rather have a bunch of five-yard runs up the middle that are successful than a couple of Hail Mary passes. I don't don't have a lot of a motivation to take big risks. I I like having things successful. And the problem is when you deprive yourself of those big wins, then those small attrition victories don't seem, you know, they don't work all the time to overcome the bad. You almost feel like all of your little successes aren't as bad as your big whopping failures. And so that's that was my funk from last week was I'm trying to get back in a mental state where I can get some things done. And the problem was that I felt like I was losing way more than I was winning. And I get a piece of paper and I write out all the things that are going well. And there's like 10,000 of them, maybe a little exaggeration. And the ones that feel like crap, they're next to none. There are like two or three things that could be made better. Well, my brain wants to just scrap things and run away from them and start over fresh and brand new. But if I stop myself and just take an account of what I already have, I feel a lot better about the things that are connected to those. So a lot of these opportunities that I have in my world are just neglected. They're just underutilized. And so if I just put some time into, you know, preparing things that I already have, it would make me feel a lot better because my consciousness would realize that there's a lot more successes than there are failures and I'd feel good about things. So I've sort of stacked against a, stacked the deck against myself so that in 90% of my life experiences, I feel like I'm doing well and 10%, I just feel freaking awful. So when I return to that 10%, I have to know how to snap myself out of it so I can start feeling good about my world. And I realized that things are really good. And this isn't like a cliche cheesy thing because that's what we, we, we sort of make good 
knowledge and intellect into some kind of like, I don't know, bumper sticker thing and it loses its appeal. And so when I say things like that, even when I say this is not a cliche, it really is a cliche. Why? Because it's good philosophy, but used properly and, you know, not just treated like something that makes you feel better in words that when I, when I pay attention to all the things that attrition has provided, feels pretty damn good that I get a lot of stuff done in comparison to everybody else. So you take my day, stack it up against anybody else's day. I get a lot more shit done on autopilot than most people get done on purpose. So the today's message is take an inventory of things that you already have before you even think of inviting something new. Because you're not going to give yourself a, an out. You're not going to start over because anything you bring in, you're going to treat just like the stuff that you have it on the short term. Remember when you said you walk the dog every day if mom would buy you a dog? Well, that's the currency that purchases the dog when you make that commitment that this time you're going to be responsible. Deep down, you know that you didn't become irresponsible because you're an idiot. You became irresponsible because you just assumed, you just took for granted. And there has to be some kind of mechanism that makes you fall back in love with why you started it in the first place. And that's, that's where I was, where I made things so boring that I forgot why I fell in love with it. So that when I'm going back through trying to fix things that I fall in love with the first thing that comes to my brain, like, Hey, I'm in a funk. So let me clean off my desk. Well, I fell in love with that first thing and when it didn't work out. I was like, wah, wah. yeah, just another thing that didn't work out. Well, if I was sitting at a conference table with my board and I had 10 people surrounding me and saying, Hey, here's the problem. I would get 10 different things that might work. And I wouldn't just take the first one, say meeting over I would listen through things and I would keep talking it out. So publicly, I come on the air. I make a podcast. This is for me talking to me. I'm ferreting out lots of different things and I'm using my voice to keep talking through things until I'm comfortable with them. So I'm short-circuiting me falling in love with the first solution to the problem and knowing that there's another advisor somewhere in my brain that needs just a little time to talk through. Maybe he's a little quieter. Maybe he gets crushed by that first creative guy and his you know, solution never gets hurt. Well, if, I, if the first step of this, which it is, is to take inventory, it means you don't go count the first thing off of the shelf and then go take a nap. You keep counting and say, you probably have a ton of shit in your world that's way better and you just have taken it for granted and forgot why you started, you know, why you put it on the shelf in the first place. So again, before you have any motivation to invite something new in, make sure you deserve the things that are already in your world and make better of them so you don't have to constantly go out there and, you know, break up and go get a new girl or, uh, you know, file bankruptcy and go get some new finances or buy a new car just because you got trash on the front seat. Take inventory and make the stuff that's in your world better already. All right, next time.